Duncan McLean is the Doctor of Movies. Doctor of Movies podcast episode 34, Me and Earl and the Dying Girl. Me and Earl and the Dying Girl is a special movie. With a second-time director in Alfonso Gomez-Rejon and a first-time screenwriter in Jesse Andrews who was adapting his own novel, the film won the Grand Jury Prize and Audience Award at the Sundance Film Festival and the Audience Award at the Sydney Film Festival and is one of 2015's Little Gems. I have no idea how to tell this story. I don't even know how to start it. This is the story of my senior year of high school and how it destroyed my life. The me of the title is Greg an invisible high school senior. The survival strategy which has successfully navigated him through school thus far is to be an acquaintance to many and a friend to none, being on first-name basis with all the key cliques without declaring an allegiance to any. One day his mother breaks some bad news to him. A girl from his grade at school, Rachel, has been diagnosed with leukaemia. She's the dying girl. And then, as only mothers can, she demands that Greg go over to Rachel's house to be a friend and to try and cheer her up. With time, what starts out as an uncomfortable, arranged friendship becomes an honest connection between them. Look, I don't want you hanging out with me. I don't need your stupid pity. It's fine. You can just go. No, no. Hey, you got it all wrong. I'm not here because I pity you. I'm actually here because my mom is making me. It's actually worse. Yeah, I know. Look, I know I'm not doing you any favors here. What I'm asking is for you to do me a favor. Just let me hang out with you for one day. I can tell my mom we hung out and then we'll just be out of each other's lives. Deal? So that's the me and the dying girl, which just leaves us Earl. Earl is Greg's one real long-time friend. Greg and Earl share a rather highfalutin taste in cinema, more Criterion collection than Blockbuster, and together they make films. Their oeuvre has a consistent method. They take a film that they like, make a stupid pun out of its title, and then make a film that reflects that new title. It's a system that can only produce horrible films, but it amuses them so they keep using it. We see glimpses of their work, A Sockwork Orange, My Dinner with Andre the Giant, Senior Citizen Kane, and It's a Punderful Life, and they never disappoint. Put together by Edward Bursch and Nathan O'Marsh, who have both done art department and animatic work for Wes Anderson, the films feel like an Anderson-infused version of the Sweden films from Michel Gondry's Be Kind Rewind, while retaining the sense that they are products of teenage creativity. We make films. Movies? Yeah. We've been making them for a few years now. We have like 42 in total. Greg, you never told me. Well, we never told anybody about them. They suck. I mean, they're terrible. I'm pretty sure they don't suck. Rachel is the first person that Greg has allowed to see their films. And as her condition worsens, each new film becomes an important moment of respite and humour for her. This prompts Madison, the school's intimidating hot girl, to make Greg agree to make a film especially for Rachel. But not knowing what the film should be, Greg finds himself crippled by the project. As silly as they are, Greg's films represent his need to express himself, and his struggle to make a film for Rachel is a symptom of his failure to truly understand and appreciate his feelings for her. On the surface, Me and Earl and the Dying Girl sounds like another of the fault in our stars, a manipulative tearjerker, a formulaic teen cancer romance tragedy. 
But Gomez Rejon and Andrews avoid that path and create something uniquely touching. They know what we're expecting to happen and they play against that. There is nothing sexual about Greg and Rachel's relationship, and through his narration, Greg constantly reminds us that this isn't a touching romantic story, and we should not be waiting for that moment when their eyes meet, and as he says, they start furiously making out with the fire of a thousand suns. Rather, we're given a more sophisticated relationship. Not all love stories are romantic. Not all love stories are sexual. This is a story about friendship, connectedness and intimacy. Greg is a specialist at superficial relationships. He even insists on calling Earl a co-worker rather than a friend, but he now finds himself in an extreme version of the situation he has always sought to avoid by never getting too close. Through his relationship with Rachel, Greg learns to embrace the highs and lows that come with opening yourself up to another person. So you and Greg are co-workers? Nah, we friends. He just hate calling people his friend. Dude's got issues. Yeah, he does. What's going on? Man, I don't even know. It might be his folks. I mean, dude's mom always tell him how handsome he is, which he ain't. So now he think he can't trust anybody close to him. Bottom line, dude's terrified of calling somebody his friend. And they saying, hey, bro, I'm not your friend. Then he have to kill himself. Gomez Rejon impressively balances the film's tone. It's genuinely funny without undermining the seriousness of its subject. It is touching and poignant without being schmaltzy and overly sentimental. It also has a distinctive visual style, mixing live action with moments of animation. Shot by Korean cinematographer Chung Hun Chung, who is best known for his work with Chanwook Park like Old Boy and Stoker, Me and Earl and the Dying Girl is always trying something through interesting angles and camera movements. Rather than distracting the viewer, this stylized aesthetic seems consistent with Greg's narrational voice. He is a filmmaker, a storyteller, so he recounts his life in that dramatic style. The leads, Thomas Mann as Greg and Olivia Cook as Rachel, are impressive, but it is the supporting cast that really elevates this film. R.J. Kyler is wonderful as Earl, who initially feels like a comic relief character, but through his observant and perceptive nature becomes central to the growing intimacy between Greg and Rachel. Nick Offerman as Greg's eccentric farmer and Molly Shannon as Rachel's struggling mother bring laughs to the film while retaining their character's humanity. There is a lot in this film which makes it a treat for movie buffs, but as fun as all of that is, it's tangential. It is the heart and honesty that makes me and Earl and the Dying Girl such a beautiful and affecting piece of cinema. When so often we throw our box office dollars at lazy sequels or uninspired franchise pieces just because we're worn down by marketing campaigns, me and Earl and the Dying Girl is a wonderful independent film that truly deserves your money. Five stars. Me and Earl and the Dying Girl is a Fox Searchlight Pictures release and is rated M for mature themes and coarse language. I'm Duncan McLean and you can find more of my reviews at doctorofmovies.com and find me on Facebook and Twitter at Doctor of Movies. Doctor of Movies.